Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. And you know the format and plan. What we do, we talk about current events, uh, relevant topics of the day, and of course, my favorite, business. And today, we're going to be talking with Casey's own Marcus Stewart. Hello, Marcus. Good evening. Welcome How are you to doing? Obstruction to Justice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Now, you know, you're you're uh you've been in this industry that we're going to share that it's supplemental insurance. You've been in that this industry for quite a while. Uh 14 years. That's My it. goodness. So you are the expert, the SME, <laughs> the top the top representative. You can explain all of what's going on or what goes on in the benefits with the benefits of having supplemental insurance. Yeah. Tell us about that journey. Tell us about that journey of how you you got there and decided yeah. to hang in there with supplemental insurance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, 14 years ago, uh, young, married, young family, um, and trying to come up with ways of really establishing a strong foundation, uh, not only for myself, but for, at the time, two sons, now four. Um, and, you know, to give myself, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Dad. I put myself in a position where I can go out and uh, be successful in corporate America in the workplace, but still have that work-life balance um, and be home with the boys and my wife as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what kind of led me uh, down this path. And, um, you know, it's been a long journey to say the least. A lot of ups and downs, seen a lot over the years, mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely a passion of mine, right? It's the impact, the positive impact that we can have on people's lives. It keeps me going. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. You know, I think that, you know, insurance is, from what I've experienced personally and in talking with people. Now, back in the day, insurance was kind of like the forefront of, you know, I remember my grandmother, it's like, look, I got to make my insurance payment, right? If she didn't do much else, she was going to make sure that her insurance was paid up. Uh, what, tell us about supplemental insurance. What is that? Yeah, so it's almost easier to mention what it's not. Okay. So it's not major medical, right? It's oh. not uh, going to uh, take care of the hospitals, the doctors, the ambulance. Major medical is going to make sure that they get paid. Supplemental really is there to enhance what you may already have in place. Okay. And one of the big things with supplemental insurance is uh, most oftentimes it's going to take care of you, the policyholder. And it does so by direct cash payments. So whether you're sick, whether you're injured, depending on what policy you have, there's going to be cash benefits available to you to use as you see fit. Oh, and that it. Now you're tickling my ears with that because the challenges that we've uh, experienced here recently, mm -hmm. um, you know, with the pandemic and things right. like that. Uh, what, what, how would having, uh supplemental insurance, how would that help a person, especially during these times? Yeah, so something that I know many people can relate to, you know, especially over the past 18 months, mm -hmm. um, that loss of income. Um, yeah. If they were diagnosed with COVID um, or anything else for that matter, mm -hmm. um, where are those funds going to come from? Uh, so supplemental insurance for a lot of folks that I've helped out over the past 18 months uh, really kicked in by way of a short-term disability plan, a hospitalization plan mm, that okay. would, again, pay out cash benefits. So for a lot of those people who weren't able to work, they were still able to pay their mortgage, their rent, their car notes, cool. uh, keep food on the table, keep the lights on. So that's the idea behind supplemental insurance and what I've seen over the past year plus. Cool. Yeah. Now that um, you said something right there. So it this benefit 
it's it also i mean it's a cash benefit to where you can uh use the the finances any way that you see fit right right um now that kind of sounds hmm well i guess it kind of sounds too good to be true in a way right so how would a person get uh, or participate in something like this sure. and having this type of option yeah, for yeah. them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, typically, the way you're going to come across this is by way of um, an employer benefit. Uh, typically, okay. it's taken out of your paycheck. Um, now, you do have the option in some cases where you could purchase it direct. Uh, you can go on the website. You can reach out to an agent. Um, and you are able to purchase it direct. However, there mm -hmm. may be some limitations. Uh, you mm -hmm. may not have the full gambit of plans available to you. Uh, rates are definitely going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, with respects to supplemental insurance, most people are going to get it by way of a payroll deduction from their employer. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you're saying payroll deduction, mm -hmm. what, what, um, what is it as far as that? Um, is it as expensive as, you know, because you're looking at, we're looking at having a medical insurance benefit, right. you know, all that. I mean, you're, you're already having that taken out. Uh, I guess the uh, short term disability insurance, you know, have that or, sure. or, you know, eye care, dental. And now here would be another insurance. How re much more or less? What's how's how is that as far as reasonable the pricing yeah. on something like that? Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing I want to make mention of is, as much as I believe in it, mm -hmm. I recognize it's not for everybody. Okay. So when you look at a policy, a supplemental policy, mm -hmm. um, you definitely have to understand where you're at. You know, have a firm grasp on your finances. I tell all my policyholders it has to make sense for you. Mm. Um, so with that being said, as far as cost, I feel it's very affordable. Um, in most cases, again, depending on what plan you look at, because they will vary, you can spend as little as $4 a week uh, on up to about $15, $16 a week. Um, there's a few different variables there, but again, mm -hmm. it's, it's very affordable. That is very affordable. I mean, because you're looking at $4 a week, you're going to spend that, uh, <laughs> what, exactly. Exactly. you know, $15 <laughs> a week. That's right. one, one lunch or whatever. Uh, but to yeah. be able to cover and have some insurance, exactly. you know, with that, I think that's very affordable. Um, you know, I thought you're going to be saying, um, what is it, Jude? Uh, like medical insurance. What? <laughs> What are we spending? What am I spending on medical insurance? It's ridiculous. What have I spent on medical insurance before? But yeah, you're looking at something that um, is very reasonable. And, you know, I don't think a person would miss it. I don't even think a family would miss it. Not at all. In most Not cases, the question is, you mm -hmm. know, let's say, for example, and you're looking at a plan that's $8 a week. Mm -hmm. Typically, what does that $8 represent for you? I know for me, if I stop at the gas station, that's a couple of energy drinks, mm -hmm. a, yeah. a bottle of water. There's my $8 right there. Mm -hmm. So we're going to spend that $8 anyway. Why not allocate just some of it and transfer that risk and protect ourselves financially? Mm -hmm. And I think that, that um, that's a choice that uh, when you're looking at, especially if you have a family like yourself, mm -hmm. right? Um, now, for a single person, how 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 important would that be to a single person? But you know, if you look at it, where being a single person, mm -hmm. right? If if I'm not working, then where's the income coming in, exactly. right? Exactly. So we're all exposed to risk. So whether mm -hmm. you're single, uh, in a relationship, have a family, um, you know, the one thing to understand is all insurance is simply a transfer of risk. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, again, you're single, you still have expenses, you're still exposed to risk. So, uh, the, the importance of protecting yourself against that mm -hmm. is paramount in my opinion. Yeah. Because then having the supplemental insurance would help where you wouldn't have to get into your, uh, savings account, exactly. you, you know, it, it would help along in that, uh, 
Uh, I think that there, this roller coaster ride, it has lasted so long for some to where they've just depleted their savings accounts, you know. Uh, and of course, being sick and having the COVID or, you know, everybody's not able to to help in the household. You know, that's been a challenge. I know that it's helped um, one of my friends. She uh, you know, was diagnosed and she's married, but, you know, was diagnosed with having um, uh, cancer, a bad disease and had to handle it, had to get to the point to where she could get well. Well, uh, her income was super important to the family. Right. So she had the supplemental insurance and was able to pull through and take her time to recuperate exactly. and get well. And she's well now today, you know, thank God. Uh, but ha the when you're looking at fi a financial, I think, portfolio, uh, it's also insurance should be part of what you're looking at as far as, you know, financial security and financial planning. And I think that people kind of overlook what the supplemental insurances could do for you right. and everything. So, yeah, this is this is super. Now, the uh, the sales approach mm. Now everybody's not <laughs> everybody's not on board. It's like. What, what what's the demographic makeup and and of the the people that you get a chance to talk with and and support but then what what's the response what do you do uh, when you're talking with people how do you talk talk with them to help them understand that this would be a really good thing to have yeah absolutely mm -hmm. um, you know the approach I like to make it relatable to everybody. Uh, you try to find that common ground with most people, if not all, right? Um, mm -hmm. But with that, people tend to relate to experiences. Uh, so when I'm out and about, I have the luxury, and I consider it a luxury, where mm -hmm. I get to go to um, corporations, businesses, local, um, uh, statewide, uh, you name it. Um, so I get to deal with a decision maker, but in turn, they kind of open the gates and I get to deal with all the employees, which is mm. amazing because uh, okay. in that you meet so many different people and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just hear the stories. And as a salesperson, as an agent, you grow, you hear these stories. Um, again, it, when I speak of making things relatable, mm -hmm. that's how you accomplish that. Um, what happened? How did it affect you? What if you had a plan like this? What would it have meant to you and your family? Um, mm -hmm. So my approach is, I'm laid back. I like to talk, very conversational. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I like to make it relatable because these are things that we've all experienced at some point in time. Mm -hmm. um, we can look back to when we may have been rushed to the ER or you know, we had a knee injury or we threw our back out doing yard work. We all have stories. Yeah. Um, and that's where it makes it personal. That's where we can begin to find uh, common ground and in most cases come to agreeable terms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, super. That that um, to make it relatable, I think that that's really the one of the keys to in, in sales. This is part of business. You know, I I don't want to people when when we're talking about business and opportunities. There's the whole gamut of what uh, the whole process of of what you do to get your service or product. Uh, in people's faces to where they can uh, take advantage of it and know about it. It's like I remember a um, a gentleman one time was saying that uh, you know, he had business cards because that was a way for him to market. But he had gotten so in his his sales and in his uh, level of success to where he no longer needed them. Right. Uh, well, the thing about the business card is a way to where you're going to get your foot in the door and you're going to talk to people right. and then get to the point in your sales of success or wherever you're going with this to where you don't need them. But here, what you were saying is that you were, uh, you go and talk with companies. So you look for the decision makers that uh, can help it can relate and and it's probably maybe part of their their jobs too right right and 
then from there, you're able to speak with employees and then, you know, listen to the stories and stories kind of make, make the, um, the decision for us. Don't, don't they? Right. Hands down. Yeah. They definitely make the decision for us when we hear what, what has happened to people and, you know, what, uh, how it has benefited them, then it definitely does. Um, so when you're looking at, when you're advising, what is it, uh, what percentage, and, you know, you look at a person and you talk with them, my guess, this is just me guessing, uh, you're advising them and you're saying, okay, well, uh, what are, what is, are your goals, you know, for what is, are you going to, um, how much, is that the question? How much supplemental and what's your income like and to kind of advise on mm-hmm. based on what they would need to supplement, how much they would need to supplement? Typically I look at two things. Um, income plays a factor when we look at short-term disability. Absolutely. Okay. But the things that I look at most are your lifestyle and family history. So with mm-hmm. supplemental, and one of the reasons why it's so affordable, um, unlike major medical, major medical is going to dump everything at you, right? They're going to mm-hmm. say, hey, we're going to cover you from A to Z. You're going to be responsible for your portion. And that's major medical. But with supplemental, we can really break these plans down and treat them a little more a la carte. So for example, you made mention of a friend of yours who had cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd be willing to guess, you know, I could be wrong, but she probably had either a cancer plan or the short-term disability. So where I'm going with this is mm-hmm. supplemental plans can get really narrow, really focused okay. in what it's going to cover. Um, so again, when I ask about lifestyle, or family history. Hey, do you have a family history of cancer? Does mm. Parkinson's run in the family? Mm-hmm. Um, are you an athlete? Do you play in rec leagues? Do you play, you know, any sports? Um, because that's going to give me a good idea of what plans may make sense for them. Uh, but again, ultimately, they're the ones who need to let me know if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I can yeah. only guide them. I can only let them know, you know, what I have and how it would affect them, how it would protect them rather. Um, And again, ultimately they have to tell me if they agree and if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, and you know, supplement that that's kind of how, how would I know? I can hear the stories, but then (laughs) I'm kind of an analyst at heart anyway. So what, how, how would I look at, you know, what, what would it be that I would need to consider, you know, in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, why, how do I know I really I would need it? Right. The supplemental yeah. insurance. So lifestyle. Cool. You know, you would confirm that or kind of have a person take a look at that if they're a daredevil. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Evil, well, evil and evil. That that kind of dates me as brother way back. Right. But yeah. <laughs> uh, a race car driver, all kinds of things like that. But yeah, definitely the lifestyle sportsman things like that. And then family history. Um, so, you know, like with some types of, um, uh, some types of insurance, they don't accept pre, pre, um, uh, pre existing conditions. Right. Yeah. And they kind of price you based on all, you know, there's all different life insurance is all different ways to where they price you. But um, still, even at $15 a week, and you know that you have a family history, uh, unfortunately, people are in your family would have a cancer or your lifestyle says, look, you know, I'm a stunt person or uh, maybe not even that. What, what other, uh, what about uh, a IT person or post postman, you know, you're walking and, and having to get around and everything. And that can be kind of when you're going from house to house, being a postman, that that can be challenging. I know that um, I there was a friend out here in um, where well, they, we were, she had joined the 2020 census. So she was working with the 2020 census mm-hmm. and there's some stories. She, she works with the census every time it comes you know, around. And she was saying last census she worked and she got bit by a dog, you know, 
It's just. I, I could share some stories. We'd be here all night if I were to go into the stories that I've heard over the years, mm-hmm. but you never know. A lot of it is the uncertainty. A lot of it is the unknown. Mm-hmm. You never really know what it's going to be. Is mm-hmm. it going to be an illness? Is it going to be an accident? could be a dog bite. You mm-hmm. never really know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I like that the sales approach to where, mm-hmm. um, you know, you allow people to, you ask the questions to the lifestyle history questions, family history questions, but then, you know, with them kind of doing an analysis of where they are, wh- what they've experienced, that kind of sells the the service itself or the product itself right now you're i I just rave over 14 years uh uh, hanging uh in there being um being a responsible person not that there aren't a lot of responsible people in this world here but you know i i always um when i see people doing positive things with their lives i really i just my hat goes off to you the um, you mentioned that you decided to get into this industry because you wanted that work-life balance. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And just just share a little bit with how your day goes. Are you remote? Are you in office? How how does your day go? You know, no work-life? no two days are alike. <laughs> No, <laughs> especially given the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the neat thing about the company I represent is we've always worked remote. Um, mm-hmm. We'll go into the office for our, our regional meetings and whatnot, our trainings. Uh, but I've always had the ability to be out in the field. Uh, so, you know, it used to be the case. I would walk in cold call and, and ask for the HR person or the president mm-hmm. of the company. Um, and then try to work my way from there. But no, my day could vary. Um, I can have a presentation one one morning and then later on in the afternoon, I have an enrollment elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could have a day where I'm just working claims, helping people get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have a day where I am out in the fields, cold calling. Uh, now I prefer referrals Yeah, <laughs> at referrals. this stage in the game. <laughs> Um, Now, you know, with I've been remote for years too. Uh, my, what I do, um, learning, training, consulting and all of that. Uh, I've been remote integrated technology, you know, we, so the lifestyle of being remote, I was remote when being remote wasn't cool. Right. right? right. And so uh, 14 years ago, I think you were in that same that same uh, place too, but right. being remote wasn't cool. You know, the concern was, okay, well, you're not going to be able to rub elbows with people. Uh, you're not going to, you know, be there during it, listening to different conversations. Right. People won't see you enough and all of that. Um, but I think that with your industry, that has not been a hindrance to you. You know, it's kind of where you've been and the opportunity for you to be out that's kind of what it calls for and everything Um, so for all those that would consider or looking for something that is remote and something that would provide that work balance um, i would yeah definitely suggest getting it for 14 years i get it get into an industry that will allow for you to do that you know just speaking highly of um what your priorities have been too, uh, and then for the industry to allow for you to do that. You know, it's kind of tough sometimes people, well, I want to do it, but I can't, because really years ago, I really wanted a work from home type of option. Right. Uh, that was, uh, my kids were younger, smaller and everything. And it's like, you know, what, what can I do work from home? And it wasn't too much, you know, what, a stamp, uh, postage, envelopes, folding, all, you know, that's what you could do back then. You had to be right. in the office. Absolutely. And, and oh, by the way, you had to have, oh, shoot, I was in, in the office when you couldn't wear slacks, mostly. Oh. You were, <laughs> and this was CIT, you know, you had to get all dressed up and everything because you were representing IT, right? right, right. Uh, but um, I, I was in, during that time and I've seen the evolution. So this remote um, 
this remote thing is is now I think it's going to be a norm uh, as far as an option. And I, I it's because of the technology that's available, it is uh, more acceptable too. But the technology's been around for a while too. You know, we, yes. we it's been around for a while. I don't know. It sometimes it takes a while for bosses and managers and industries to say, oh, yeah, we, we could do this remotely. I think a lot of what um, what this was about, too, was, look, you know, we the management style, maybe, where they have to see you. They want to make sure that you're being productive and all of that. And right. then maybe management ego, right? But guys, sales sales is where where it's at sales is where it's at i would say and i think that if you're um if you're if you get the foundation of sales then you can also be more successful or even have a salesperson or value having a salesperson on your team even when you're a small business owner i think that's really what gets small businesses um minority-owned businesses, um, women-owned businesses, small businesses in general, I think that that really is the disadvantage that small businesses have is that they they have the knowledge of what to do and how to do it, but then you still have to sell it. You got to sell it. You got to make it and put it in the people's faces and get out there and hand out those business cards. That's right. <laughs> until you make it happen. Kudos for the 14 years. Now, um, as far as uh, I want to share, I, I'm a big I show here. I want to share your LinkedIn page sure. uh, so that um, people can see uh, your LinkedIn page here. So, this is a cool LinkedIn page, <laughs> guys. Uh, I see your background there and everything. But this, when you when you go out and you want to check out uh, Marcus on his LinkedIn page, I call him uh, KC's Marcus Stewart <laughs> because there's a couple of others out there too. But he, it's uh, the Marcus Stewart that's in the Kansas City, a metropolitan area. And, of course, it uh, shares some information about um, what he does there, too, and who he represents, which is, uh, you know, a good, good company, I believe, uh, most definitely. So you can check him out on LinkedIn. And before we get too, too much at the end here, too, we'll mention it again. But um, the uh, phone number where they can contact and get in touch with you as well, 816-214-4945. That's 816-214-4945. And I think you mentioned, too, uh, where you're able to do presentations. So if they would contact you, what, what, how would that work? Work. So say for instance, you have, um, you know, medium sized company and mm. there's a lot of new companies popping up too. Uh, <laughs> a lot of new companies <laughs> popping up. So, uh, I think that one thing that kind of got me excited about being able to talk with you is that it, uh, you know, this supplemental insurance, it provides the financial protection for uh, employees, right. you know, and their families. So what if a, um, if someone, uh, company or company representative wanted to get in contact with you and um, get you in there to talk with them? I, I you know, even with COVID, Oh, you know, the, the pandemic and all of that, even with that there, uh, you can, there's still some people that are going in and how, how are you handling that uh, meeting? What, what can they do to get you in there? What can yeah. they expect? So they can reach out to me uh, via the LinkedIn page. My email is on there and I have a link through uh, Calendly so they can schedule a time uh, to meet with me. Okay. Uh, that, that meeting is, you know, it's pretty, you know, much like what we did tonight. 
Uh, it's conversational in nature. It's me finding out a little bit more about the company and how I can be of service. <laughs> um, you know, for a lot of companies, there are a ton of benefits in adding a plan, um, a supplemental plan. Um, so yeah, that conversation is is really laid back and it's more so, hey, where are the gaps? How can I help you? Mm -hmm. um, and then from that point, if they see the value in it, then we open it up to the employees and you know, I can meet with employees in a group setting. I can meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, a lot of that is just determined by uh, the, the decision maker, whether it's the HR contact or mm -hmm. the owner of the company. So uh, it's a fairly, fairly easy process. Um, you know, I think it's, we do a lot to really enhance what a lot of companies are already doing. Okay. All right. Uh, and yes, and those who are not familiar with Calendly. So when you're, uh, if you do a search for the, and I'll go ahead and post uh, Marcus's uh, LinkedIn page. We'll, we'll update the YouTube channels and Facebook channels with uh, the content or the LinkedIn page. But Calendly is super cool in that all you have to do is click on that and it shows the available times where you can actually meet in chat. So it'll notify Marcus and then you can just schedule that time right through Calendly to speak with him about the supplemental insurance and the options that um, that he has. And of course, you definitely want to get, get uh, him in front of your people. You want to get him in front of them because he's the expert. I I'm still blown away. 14 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm blown away on that. The battery drained pretty quick on me there, but yeah, okay. it's, it's been, it's been one heck of a ride and you know what? I'm looking forward to 14 more. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, the supplemental insurance enhances what's in place and you kind of have to think about it like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so what, um, what else about the, what, what's the popular, what's the most popular, uh, sales option or what's the most popular plan that, that you, that you see people taking advantage of? So maybe I can't, I can't do the $15 one, but what is it that I can do to kind of work my way up to? Yeah, meet that expectation based on my lifestyle and right. family history there. You know, the, the two that I see most, and if I were to pull up, uh, you know, my, my sales record, it's probably split down the middle between mm -hmm. short-term disability um, and our accidental plan. Um, mm -hmm. Accidents can happen to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the accidents do not discriminate. So I mm -hmm. see those two the most. Um, those two happen to be two of the most affordable as well, uh, but they tend to offer the most impact. Okay. Okay. And that's what's important because when you hear accidental plan, you know, what is it that the accidents do happen, but right. what kind of accident has to happen? Sure. You know, I think the worst thing about insurance is that you'll get it. And then, you know, you're, you're in the, in the call right I, I, i'm hurt you know what i need you know I'm tr you try to file a claim and it's like oh well ma'am we don't cover that you right. know i'm like and it's like what am i doing i've spent all this money or i've spent money on it and they don't even cover it right right, right. so i i'm sure you make that clear about what's covered yeah mm -hmm. we, we make it very clear we mm -hmm. go through examples um you know with respect to the accident plan i like to kind of portray it as, you know, what's an accident. It's, it's mm -hmm. anything that you don't intend to do to yourself. There's bodily harm of sorts. Okay. Um, so anything from a sprained ankle, well, that's an accident. Mm -hmm. um, a chipped tooth, mm. an accident. Mm -hmm. um, our plan even goes so far as to say, hey, poison ivy. That's an accident. <sighs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, you know, poison ivy will lay some people up to where they're... I, I, 
I get it so bad to where I get fevers and I've had to have to get medication to get it's, rid of it. That's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's de <laughs> definitely not cool to get. And well, that's interesting to know too, you know, because that's kind of what, what you're looking at. Well, what's covered, you know, and you're needing and they, you know, you're just kind of wondering whether or not they covered or not. That's good right. to know right. that those plans are as detailed as that. <laughs> definitely. All right. So we talked about your sales approach and how you handle uh, clients. And of course, they can definitely get in contact with you and, you know, schedule a time, go through Calendly to schedule a time, uh, contact you with, through the phone number, 816-214-4945, uh, ask for Marcus Stewart that way. You can go out to course going out to the LinkedIn will get you the Calendly and you can log into LinkedIn for all the, the LinkedIn users. Now, if you're a business guys, look, you should probably have a LinkedIn page if you're in business or if you're in management or if you're just a person that just wants to know, uh, wants people to know that you're out there and you're just moving and shaking in what you do, right. the position that you have. I think that it's a great networking tool to have. So might not be a bad idea to, to get a LinkedIn. I'm, LinkedIn isn't paying us or anything. We're just saying, right. you know, might not be a bad idea to have. And, you know, the uh, work-life um, balance is super important. Uh, I think you shared with that and what your day looks like. And remote options are, are you know, they're, they're norm now. You know, it's having a, a remote option will, will help you. Now, the cons of having a remote <laughs> office. I knew I was getting somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, that bed tends to be pretty warm and comfortable. In uh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Waking up in the morning right. and, and being able to, to get going. Now, I kind of give myself a, a timeline window, right? Yeah. So what I'll do, I know that because um, there's things that I have to do in the morning already. I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, most mornings, four, four thirty. And, you know, because there's things that I do that I have to get done in that time frame. And then, of course, um, I, I'd like to walk. Right. I, I want to get out because I'm, I'm behind a desk for the rest of the day. Right. right. So I, I like to walk. I'll tr try to get my walk in best I can or jump up and down in front of the TV right. and everything. But yeah, that, that discipline to stay focused. I, I will say this, guys. Uh, get out of your chair. Get up and move at least once an hour, once an hour and a half or whatever. I have been notorious. And I used to brag. <laughs> about how I do. Oh, I'm just hanging in there. I'm just grinding. You know, I'm just grinding. I'm hanging in there. I, you know, no, get up, move, get out and get some sun. Get out and get some sun. If you can take a, a quick walk around the block, you know, take your, your lunch and, you know, take breaks. Uh, I think that that's important because we're talking about supplemental insurance. Well, and because accidents happen, well, certain things happen, uh, high blood pressure and, you know, heart attacks. You know, I, I have a friend that just grind was on the grind and just dropped dead behind their desk. I've had that a friend ha that happened to one of my friends. So, you know, get up, live, yes. you know, live and do all you can eat healthy, get <laughs> I, I'm on my soapbox, right? Of course. <laughs> you know, because that right there, that eating healthy, try a salad, try it. Now, you're looking at a person that, now, what what do we eat? As as far as I'm talking about my family, we uh -huh. enjoy, we enjoy, uh, used to enjoy soul food. Okay. Right? And, but now it's fast food more mm -hmm. right because people right. are so busy right. well soul food wasn't all that bad you had the cabbage and you have the greens and you have the green beans right. you have those great vegetables mm -hmm. you have the sweet potato pie okay well maybe <laughs> look there's never a bad time for that now. Huh? Never a bad never time. Time. no but i i think the point when we're talking about 
uh, accidents happening, you know, sure, your supplemental insurance, it's there. You're going to go out and get it. But lifestyle changes are super important to keep us healthy to keep us healthy the um you know making sure you get away from the desk drinking your water oh that's another thing <laughs> yeah see drinking your water right. you don't want to get dehydrated because even though the supplemental insurance plans are there and there's maybe one specifically yes he's you know uh Mark Mark Casey's Marcus Stewart shared with us, yes, that, look, we have one for cancer, but you don't want to get it. You don't want to get it. It's just it's just there just in case you need it. Uh, It's not like you're donating. Insurance is insurance. It's like car insurance. It's you're not going to you're not planning to get in an accident, but you're not going to go out there and drive bad because you have a a rider on your insurance to where you can get a payout and kick back from the the, one of the riders. That's not the, the that's not the objective here. So, yeah, and then working remotely. Come on, guys. Let's do our best to you have an option, an opportunity to to stay healthy or get healthy and uh, maybe versatile times when you can get going, you know, in between meetings, whatever. Just do something for yourself to stay healthy. I want to put that plug in there for sure. Uh, Fix that lifestyle and keep it going to where the supplemental insurance is there if you need it right for real for real accidents not for ones that you've created because you think you're you know a gung-ho i i thought i was the, the gung-ho sister i was the corporate queen you know i'm gonna stay here and get this work done and pulling all these hours and everything but read a book <laughs> relax yes. you know and when when work is done, let it be done. And I know you're you're on this one, uh, work uh, life balance, huh? And enjoy your your family. Hmm? Oh, I will share. Look, I, we we were trying to get you in last week, brother Marcus, uh, but it wasn't a good time. And when I spoke with you, what were you doing? When we chatted, <laughs> huh? I believe uh, one of the boys, they were at football camp. There you go. So, yeah, I was there with them for that. And mm-hmm. I had two other boys to pick up from work. So, you know, to be to, to have the ability to be there, to be present, um, yes. to make the games, to pick mm-hmm. them up from work, mm-hmm. pick them up from school. You know, getting paid is amazing. Mm-hmm. But those moments right there, that's what's most important to me. One of my favorite things that I like to share, mm-hmm. I have four boys, my youngest being one years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for each one of their first footsteps. Wow. You can't put a price on that. No, you can't. Um, so that's the opportunity that was afforded to me. Um, that's why I'm as passionate as I am. That's why I go as hard as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I have grandkids, I want to be there for their first steps too. Well, I do have grandkids. I'm the big mama. There you go. And every once in a while on some of these broadcasts, you'll hear, I have a screamer in the background. She's a two-year-old. She, I, I, she's a screamer now, but maybe she's a lawyer in the future or a, a politician in the future. Some, you know, something, someone that's going to help, help society. She's just using the gift during the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ah! I'm like, oh, I hope they didn't hear that. You're yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They hang out with me. And yes, and, and that's really what it's all about. It's about family. So uh, I think kind of going full circle, another reason why a person may consider putting that in their financial portfolio, the supplemental insurance, is because it's for family, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Without uh, that insurance, you know, people are, would have be having to uh, go into their savings if you have it. Um, uh, of course, I think it's a, a wise thing, guys, you know, to have that uh, $1,200 set aside emergency fund. Right. 
for sure. But, you know, it's just an emergency fund. You really don't want to use it. Um, and it will be there if you need it or whatever, but you don't want to use it. But that uh, supplemental insurance is another way to say, I love you to, to your family. Uh, it's a way to say, hey, you know, uh, even if I go down, uh-huh. you know, the the ship the ship is gonna keep moving. I might have to have a sling doing it. <laughs> but I got that supplemental insurance to help with that sling, That's and we're right. gonna we're gonna keep moving and exactly. make make this happen. So I think I'm that's that. I'm gonna use that during my next presentation. Okay. All right. Well, you know, by all means, you know, we're we're here to help each other on this, but. I appreciate you for sure uh, doing what you do. First, being that that husband and that father, I appreciate that, and being that responsible human being. Um, uh, that's something that I just want to give you big kudos up uh, to, and I and that dedication of uh, fourteen years hanging in there. It can't be easy. Uh, look, no one's going to tell me that sales is going to be easy, huh? Oh, no. Talking to people and <laughs> listening I, I to fired the... myself many a times. Ah, uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm I I don't know. Uh, I I remember a time during my years. It's like I actually gave up on IT for a while. I'm like, look, get away from me. I'm gonna go do something else because I'm my brain just cannot handle it anymore. I'm done with it, and I did, but then it called me back. You know, people. People will find you when they know that you can fix things. You know, they'll chase you down the hall when they know (laughs) that you can fix things. So even with, I'm sure they, you know, if you didn't hang in there for the 14 years, they would, it would find you. It would find you, Brother Marcus. Yeah. (laughs) And it's definitely a skill that uh, I would encourage uh, if you don't you know, this is kind of kind of off off subject for and I'm talking back to the business owners and new business owners value your sales team without the sales team you would have no business hmm? the purpose of business is to create customers and you got to find them and you have to have people like Casey's Marcus Stewart how to be able to talk with them and share right. and listen and have that expertise. So uh, value your sales team. If if there were if you had a budget to spend, and this is uh, something that I know that really helps my team. If, if if you have a budget and you need a person, make sure your your budget is is supporting your sales. A sale find a great salesperson. And get out there where, you you know, that's how you're going to make your business work is in sales. Uh, Make sure that salesperson is on point. And of course, yes, set goals. We'll do whatever you want to do. But and the salesperson will will show the numbers. It'll show the numbers for themselves. There's great sales tools out there, all kinds of things to help if you are alone. uh, I may I almost said lone drone. If you're if you're <laughs> if you're alone, you know, and you're just a single business person running it as a consultant, yeah, you know, whatever. Then there are also sales tools out there to help you along in that. And of course, uh, if there's um, oh, that's a good question. How big do you have to be to um, to get that supplemental insurance. Now, I'm sure it's going to be cheaper if you are working with the company that uh, where they have, you know, a bulk bulk rates or something. Uh-huh. But what about the consultant that um, wants to to make sure that their financial stability is there and, and put in some supplemental insurance? Yeah. So here's the beautiful thing about the company I represent. Mm-hmm. Um we're going to rate by the industry. So not so much individual, we're rating the industry. So for example, um, there is a private school that I'm working with. They get the best rates possible. In fact, their rates better than mine as a representative of the company. Okay. Um, But with that being said, the underwriting, uh, if any, tends to be a little more lax. Mm -hmm. We're looking at any major, 
uh, health events, any major um, illnesses. Um, so with that being said, it's not very often that we turn people away. Okay. Um, so again, it's rated by industry. Uh, whatever rate you see today, it will forever be that rate. So mm -hmm. unlike auto insurance, where if you're driving down, headed to the plaza and you get pulled over, well, guess yeah. what? Your rate's going up. Yeah. Not the case with us. You can have an accident every day of the year. You're still going to pay that same rate. Uh, so it's affordable. It's We're transparent. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's consistent. Um, it, it makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's that's super important to know, too, because you do have a little a lot of consultants out there, mm -hmm. uh, 1099 contractors. That's uh, another uh, we hang out in that same type of circle. You know, right. you don't have you ha you're responsible for your own insurances and everything, taxes and everything. So, yeah. So 1099 contractors. Go, go out there and uh, contact um, Casey's Marcus Stewart, and uh, he will definitely get you going with um, some supplemental insurance. Well, I think we covered it quite a bit, mm -hmm. but so Brother Marcus, if you, if there's any new news coming up or any any point you want to drive home. Please come back and share with us. We'll do. We'll do. I'd be honored. And thanks for having me tonight. It's been a blast. And thanks for all you do. I mean, through this platform, you know, you're truly serving as a pillar in the community. Well, a lot of information that's that's coming um, from this platform, and people are learning. People are are taking heed to the conversations, to the advice. So kudos to you as well. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Hang on for a minute. We're just going to go ahead and. Uh, and let people go. And again, I just want uh, people to know that uh, if you want to get in contact with Casey's Marcus uh, Stewart, then definitely go ahead and you can contact him out there on the LinkedIn page. And uh, that number again, 816-214-4945. If you're wanting to contact him uh, directly at the office, you can definitely do that as well. And I just to hang in there, you know, this information was super cool. You know, think about that, that need there and, and, um, you know, try to pad yourself best way you can. I'm, I'm saying put some pad in between calamity and you, and, um, you know, that kind of makes it a lot better for us to keep moving in that positive direction, positive direction. And thanks for joining. And as I always say, if the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time. Justice now.